Net Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, March 29th, 2022. And this, well, this is episode number 449 of Barry on Deck. Hey, welcome to the program. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, We are not going to curse today, so I'm going to go ahead and and fire this off. Uh, Let's get this HelloFresh reads in. So we can put a bow on this. Welcome to the program. I heard, I heard, I heard. I heard the raid coming in. My guys over at Odd Takes raiding with a party of 18. Welcome to the Odd Squad. If you're new to the program, if you're new here, my name is Barry Laminak. This is Barry on Deck. I was spent seven years on ESPN radio talking sports and dumb shit. And now I'm here doing my own thing on Twitch. Uh, fortunate enough to be friends and pals with Jerry Bow and Aaron Rabel, so I appreciate the raid. Shout out to them in the chat, Potch, or any of the admins if you can. Uh, if you're not following Odd Takes yet, what are you doing with your life? Those guys have a great show. Uh, go over and follow it on Twitch. Following is free and appreciated. So thank you to the guys for the raid. Welcome to the Odd Squad, and welcome to the Deckheads that were here early. Um, in fact, the first that I saw was, uh, Steven, the weather guy again, and then potch, uh, dumb stuff. What? Oh, stuff, stuff. Yeah. My bad stuff. My, my, my bad. My, no cursing. Yeah. No cursing biggie. Not today. Uh, we're doing reads for hello fresh right here. See that we're doing reads for hello fresh and they don't allow cursing when you're doing their reads so we're not going to curse today no drinking (sighs) well i didn't think shit was that big of a deal right like as long as i don't drop the f-bomb i thought i was okay but i guess not you guys can't handle the s-word so i won't say it anymore big crybabies what's up to everybody listening over on podbean i see you d mac titan hugo chris reyes and g man welcome back to d mac by the way turn it into a regular now I appreciate that uh, very much so. So um, if you don't know, we are live on Twitch every single day, Monday through Friday. So you can watch this live twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. But also if you need to drive around the city or wherever you live, or you just can't watch, but you want to listen, download the Podbean app like these four have and look for Barry on deck on Podbean and you can listen instead of watch and then go watch it later on YouTube if you want or Twitch for, for whatever. Uh, Welcome to the program. Lots to do, lots to get to. Plenty of sports, plenty of non-sports. Still have stuff to discuss between Chris Rock and Will Smith. Apologies have been given. And oh, I have it. And you don't want to miss it, but they have the odds if these two were to fight. Yeah, of course, Bovada or Vegas or somebody went out and set odds on Chris Rock fighting Will Smith. It's pretty obvious who's going to win this. 
Although, don't sleep on Chris Rock's reach, but we'll we'll delve into the odds um, for sure. Tons of NFL news that we got to get to as well. And uh, there, there's new Rooney Rule tweaks. There's an NFL streaming platform that they're discussing, so we'll talk about that. I got some beef between Ty Lue and Daryl Morey. Oh, yeah. I like me a good beef. Like, I mean, like you can tell, obviously, from the chins, I like beef, but I like like a good argument, too. So we'll get to that. Uh, baseball's moving second base. I didn't get to that story yesterday. And uh, I still didn't get to that story about Big Baby Davis. Remember, he moved up his seat uh, to to sit up front at, at the Celtics basketball game. Well, that might have backfired, and well, he might be going to jail for that. And I'll explain why. Plus, I got tons of other stuff to get to. And, of course, Chad, it's up to you. What do you want to talk about? That's, that's what we do here. We talk about whatever you want. Just put hashtag topic in front of it and uh, i'll find it and we'll get to it before we get started with the sports headlines though let's get to the chat uh which is the shout out to the chat if you're new to the program so i see alex villanueva in my chat i see day one donna my sweet sweet donna skinny money what's up fam coming in with the raid i dig it always one team is here aggie milkman showed up in the raid the other andrew clay the raid siren made me take off my headphones to make sure that something wasn't going on. Yeah, it can be a little weird sometimes. I apologize. What's up, Jen? What's up, Mark G, Stephen Luther, Alex Villanueva, Todd? What's up, Todd? Glad you're alive. Oh, skinny Money said, what it do? Already. Uh, Chuck D, what's up, fam? Stephen the Weather Guy is here. Who else is here? Potch. My guy, what's up, Potch? Biggie713, what's up, dude? Yeah, no cursing. Amos, one deep. I see you, Dave. What's up, PP Dubs? Charles G. What up, famo? Uh, who else is here? Alan Denson. I'll see you Friday. Is that right? Is it Friday at Luke's Ice House in Beaumont? For those of you that don't know, I'll be performing Friday in Beaumont at Luke's Ice House. Um, I'll be doing stand-up. I'm headlining Luke's Ice House there. So if you haven't caught a show yet and you live in the Golden Triangle and you're always asking me, Barry, when are you coming back to Beaumont? When are you going to do another set in Beaumont? Well, there's one. I'll be inviter later as well. Like in next week, I think I'm inviter. I don't know. Just go to uh, barryisfunny.com. And that's where my full schedule is. What's, what the hell is my schedule for the for the week? Barryisfunny.com. Uh, rest of the chat, I see you, Aggie Milkman. Cisco, what's up? He said, hi from hi. Sorry I'm late. You're never late if you're here, buddy. Never late if you show up. What's up, Crystal Meth? Good to see you, sweetie. Uh, I hope I put my order in right for HelloFresh. Did you sign up, Fidel? Did you sign up? Let's go. I hope you did too. Yes, Aggie Milkman Viter. Really? I've done a show there before. Uh, at Woo's Country Tavern, I think it was, in Viter. Was that the, that the name of it? I think so. But yeah. You know, Viter's come a long way. Um, don't, be, don't be so quick to judge. I mean, there's still probably pro plenty of issues. But yeah, Vider. Biggie said can't go to Vider. <laughs> I know you'll be at Eighth Wonder Brewery. I will be at Eighth Wonder on Sunday. Here we go. Here's the full here's the full schedule for those of you that give shit about the comedy. Uh just go to barriersfunny.com. This is my website. Go to shows. And uh it's got all the shows for you right there. There you go. So April first, I'm at Luke's bar. Uh, I'm sorry, I said Luke's Ice House. I'm at Luke's bar. In Beaumont. And then I'm at Winner's Bar in Pasadena. Oh, I didn't even add my Sunday show here. Well, that's a fail. I'm at the Oak Center in Vider on the 14th. And I am at Hop Scholar here in spring on April 30th. So I have four gigs, five gigs in April, basically. So there you go. That's uh, 
If you cared, I don't do it a lot. I guess I need to be better at putting my schedule up like you guys give a shit, but whatever. Uh, Charles said, I may try to make 8th Wonder. It's a great place. It's actually across the street at the secret group. It's not at 8th Wonder. 8th Wonder. They just, they sponsor the show, but it's not in the 8th Wonder building. It's at the secret group. So there you go. Jeff Bell with the 300 bits. Thank you, buddy. There you go. Jeff Bell, you guys. Hadn't been around in a while. I missed me some Jeff Bell, but it's good to have you back, buddy. Good to have you back. The inventor of the Triple Crown over on YouTube, which rest in peace to the Triple Crown. Uh, let's all go to Eighth Wonder. Yeah, I, it's not. It's not in. It's not in Eighth Wonder. But but the cool thing is they they just sent me the flyer. If you do the mark, thank you for the three hundred bits, my friend. Holy shit! Shoot! Holy shoot! That's very kind of you. Gloss over that. Um, yeah, if you if you go to this show, hold on, they sent me something on Facebook. Where is it? Where is it? I promise you, we're gonna start the show and talk sports, guys. I know some of you are like, just entertain me, funny man. Uh, let's see here. Where to go? Michael Dayday. Where is he at? I thought he was in my. Oh, maybe it was on Twitter. Maybe it was on Twitter. Um, um, it was, it was on, no, nope, it was not. Well, anyways, you get for like 10 bucks, which is the cost of getting in the show at the secret group. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Fidel. 10 bucks get you in and you get a drink token and a souvenir, uh, pint glass from eight to wonder. So all that's worth it. Fidel, thank you for the hundred bits, my friend. Much appreciate you, fam. Y'all, we got a hype train going? Oh, about, oh yeah, we are in a hype train. Oh, shit. Y'all know what that means. Oh, damn it. I got to get, I need to like put this on a, on a thing. Because then I got to go find it and it's a whole thing. TDP, you can go as white face. No. Don't go as white face. Alan, thank you for the 100 bits if I didn't mention it. Hype train, baby. Level one. Joel, thank you for the 25 bits, my friend. I appreciate you. Odd takes in the building. Thanks again for the raid, Aaron and Jerbo. Appreciate y'all. Charles, thank you for the 10 bits, my friend. All right. That's five shits already. Did I see Listen, you're not going to put a counter up, are you? Flip! Mark G. Oh! Mark, you are the man, my friend. Mark, thank you for giving out the subs, y'all. Mike just gave out five gifted subs to the community. All out here. Look at that. Mark gave out a gifted sub to Aggie Milkman, Brief Sanity, Sandoval, and Marty Z and Flip. So that is dope, Mark G. Thank you so much, man. I need to do more gin with the sub. Gin gifted. Uh, gin is continuing in the gifted sub they got from Cherry. Let's go. Thank you, guys, man. Y'all are the best. We are at level two of the hype train. Oh, my God. Level two complete. What? Heck, yeah. Y'all are amazing, man. Thank you, Mark. Thank you uh, to everybody for getting this hype train going. Y'all are... Mark, look. Mark's showing out. I need to do something else for the for the um, subscribers. What can I do? Potch, we still need to sit down and talk, buddy. I got to figure out something special just for the subscribers of this program. 
And we'll figure something out, I promise. Because I want you guys to get benefit and value out of your subscription, not just a couple of emotes. I want you to get something special. So we'll figure it out. I don't know yet. I'll talk to Jen. I'll talk to Matt uh, Poche, and we'll figure it out. So there you go. Uh, but, man, thank you guys for the hype train. We're in level three. Two more levels. I may have to show my breasts and do a shot, and we'll just do HelloFresh tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, HelloFresh. That's just how it goes. Hype trains, shots, and titties take precedence over HelloFresh. Jerry, thank you for the 100 bits. Thank you so much, sweetie. Okay, now, um, let's do this real quick. Where did it go? Oh, real quick, I just want to say this. I didn't do this on Friday. I tried to do these on Friday updates. And uh, I did not thank Terrence Gidry. I do a Patreon update for you guys because we have a lot of Patreon members that watch the show on a daily basis, and I appreciate you. And I want to show love the way you show love to me. And I just want to say uh, thank you to Terrence Gidry, who upgraded from a big deckhead to a huge deckhead on Patreon. And I appreciate that, buddy. That means the world to me. And really and truly, Patreon is what keeps this show going, more so than anything else. Uh, so thank you guys. And thank you to Terrence Gidry for, uh, stepping up and moving up on the Patreon. So I appreciate that. Biddies for titties. Yes, indeedy, Kristen. Sweetie, thank you for the 10 biddies for titties. Can I say titties? Is that a curse word? I think I can say that. Why am I a bridge burner flip? Because I just said, forget it. I'll do the read tomorrow. It's at my discretion. It's at, and no, we're not doing bury on deck massage towels. We did. By the way, all but one of your mouse pads are in the mail. And those will be, oh man, I just jacked up my finger. Look at that, I got a little cut there. All but but one is in the mail. So your Barry on Deck mouse pads, if you're a huge deckhead and you have been for at least the last six months, it's on the way. I did make an exception, I'm not going to lie. Normally I'm a stickler for the rules. Um, but of all of the huge deckheads, there was only one that didn't qualify for the last six months to get their mouse pad. And it was Chris Mina, not Christopher Mina, but his better looking, more handsomer cousin, Chris Mina. And you know what? I was like, screw it. That dude's been cool. He's been rocking with me. November, good enough for me. So I bent the rules and made the exception. And I sent his mouse pad to him anyways, even though he wasn't technically qualified because you know, got to be in at least six months. So there you go. But I sent it to him. What the heck? All right, let's do this. Let's get to these sports headlines. Come on. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Donna, thank you for the 50 biddies. I almost missed Crystal's 10 biddies. I apologize about that. Uh, George Carlin said that titties can't be said. But this ain't TV, so I don't care what George says. Alan, thank you for the 200 bits, my friend. Oh, my God. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, this ain't TV, so George can suck it, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, you can't say you, you can't say uh, slang for body parts on TV and radio. You have to actually call them like breasts or penis. You can say penis and vagina. That's okay. I used to do that all the time. Uh, Charles, thank you for the 30 bits, my friend. Much appreciated to you. I mean, you don't want to abuse the penis. I, wait, well, that came out wrong. You don't want to abuse using the words. Yeah, you're right, Todd. George can't suck it, unfortunately. He's he's uh, busy right now being dead. So, yes, rest in peace to George Carlin. Guy that never made me laugh, but I always admire what he did. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. Cavs rookie Evan Mobley left the game last night with a left ankle sprain. They're not sure uh, when and how long he'll be out or when he'll be back. Bad news, though, for the Cavs, though, because they are clinging. Heck yeah! 
to a playoff spot. Maroon Goo! Sherry, thank you for the gifted sub. You are the best, sweetie. And she gave it to Maroon Goon. I don't even know who that is, but apparently Maroon Goon is watching. So much appreciated, sir. Much appreciated. Uh, Potch with the 138 bits. A very, oh, 69. I like. Very nice. 69 twice. Okay. 69 twice? Does that just mean you're back to facing each other? If it's, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Tiger Augusta collision course. You think he's going to you think he's going to play? Did he say he would play? I know he was visiting uh Augusta. Just that my calves are all beat up. Oh, uh, for a second I thought you meant your calves, C A L V E S. I was like, "Well, you know, take some time off of the uh, Peloton bike and maybe just do some stretching." But your calves, okay, your your Cleveland calves are all beat up. They are, and it sucks. And Evan Mobley, I don't think this affects his Ability to win rookie of the year, probably going to do that. Uh, but it does suck down the stretch, so hopefully they get him back in time for the playoffs. Um, Celtic center Robert Williams also went down, and they fear he has a torn meniscus in his left knee, so he could be out, and they're in the running for the number one seed in the East. So that sucks for them. That's a big That's a big defender in the middle, too. A lot of people say he could be defensive player of the year. I would know. I ain't watched that much. Guys, thank you for the 25 bits, Sean. Much appreciated, my friend. You received a level two hype train. Let's go. Thank you guys for the hype train, man. I'm going to go ahead and put up the, the train has left the building. Thank you, guys. Seven gifted subs, 1,263 bits. You guys, amazing. Thank y'all so much, man. I don't deserve you. I really don't. I really don't. I don't deserve you guys. It's just not. I don't know what I did, but I'm blessed and thankful. So thank you guys so much. man. City of Detroit, not only are they going to be on Hard Knocks, but they're going to host the 2024 draft. So that's kind of cool because they'll probably be picking first or top five at least because, you know, it's the Lions. And so their fans will get to watch them. Swing and miss on more draft picks. How cool is that? Paul George is planning a return from injury this week. As you recall, elbow was messed up, and then it came back and messed up again. He thought it was just a sprain, and I guess it came back, and it ended up being a tear or something like that. So, yeah, Paul George expected back, and they could use, look, the Clippers could use his 25 points in the lineup. Don't get me wrong. So, uh, The Twins signed Chris Archer to a one-year deal. And the reason why I put this headline is not because it's Chris Archer, but, you know, Carlos Correa leaves the Astros, go to the Twins, and it looks like the Twins are serious about building a contending roster. Now, can they and will they? I still think it's, it's the White Sox division to lose. But some of the moves that the Twins have made in this offseason off season and into, um, you know, what do they call it? Uh, why am I blanking on uh, preseason? Spring training. Why couldn't I think of that? But some of the moves they've made in the offseason and spring training has looked pretty good. We'll see how they translate on the field. Uh, but again, another good signing. One-year deal. Not, not a big risk here. I think it was $3 million or so. And despite rumors, the 49ers say they have no plans to trade away Debo Samuel. Why would you? Uh, dude is a monster right now. You don't want to do that. You want to wait until you feel like he's probably on the downside of his career before you trade him to some sucker like the Browns. Sorry, Jen. Uh, oh God, golf might as well talk baseball. You shut your whore mouth, Sean. Shut your big dumb mouth. See, I'm very, I'm very chat friendly. 
if you did if you're new to the program i'm very chat friendly uh cherry with the highlighted message she said uh uh-uh, uh you deserve this and so much more oh you're the best sweetie thank you so much seriously don't ever say you don't words are powerful but i know i'm trying to be better and more focused <laughs> on my positivity can i share something with you guys this this isn't um zoom out super fancy this isn't sports related and you guys know on this show and some of you are tuning in you know and you're like tell me jokes entertain me all right calm down we're gonna get to some sports we're gonna get to it i promise but i wanted to share this with you because this was pretty crazy the way this worked out i don't know if i told you guys about it when it happened on friday um but (laughs) i see flip but I, I wanted to talk about what happened. So on Friday, we're doing our show here 11 to 1 like we normally do because, you know, daddy's got things to do in the afternoon. So we go early on Fridays, 11 to 1. And then we turn around and we raid odd takes. It's the only time I can return the favor, but I, I'm glad to do it. On Friday, we're over here minding our own business, doing our little showy show program. And... Excuse me, we got raided. We got raided by a, a, a lady named Sophia who does a lot of wrestling talk and some other cool stuff on a podcast. She's a member of Twitch Sports. They do a lot of wrestling stuff on Twitch Sports, and she's she's big uh, a content creator in the wrestling s- scene. And it's a bit popular channel here on Twitch. She's a partner, 68,000 followers on her Twitch channel. It was a huge raid. Friday is my son's birthday. That's cool, Fidel. So this past Friday, we're doing the show. About midway through the show, we get raided by Sophia with 109 people. We've never had 100 people watch this show. Up until Sophia raided us on Friday, the biggest we had as far as viewers was 70. And we get a ton of, of, of love from odd takes during the week. And sometimes my buddy Josh Beard will raid or Kyle. Anyways, the reason I'm telling you this I have really been focused on positivity, visualization. You know, like I I was reading about self-improvement and how to make myself better and how to stop being so negative about myself and my career and imposter syndrome, which I learned that word from Kiki Maroon. And and then I read it. I was like, oh, that's 100% me. So one thing I started doing is visualization. Every night before I go to bed, I I, I set a, a real simple goal that I visualized. I wanted to have 100 people watching this show. That was the goal. I wanted to have 100 people. I wanted to look up where it says viewers and see 100. That's what I wanted. And uh, I even wanted so I would see that every night before I go to bed for like a couple of the first couple of weeks. And then on Thursday night, I actually went in and as part of my visualization and for a vision board, vision journal thing, I actually photoshopped it and let me show you what i did here i i took uh this screen right here well no it's not working so you can see oh you're not gonna be able to see it anyways in the dashboard you see the viewers so i took that and i photoshopped 100 in there and i was like all right i'm visualizing this that was thursday night and then we woke up friday and did the show and get raided with 109 people. We had 59 or 50 some people watching. I look over and it said 160 people. And I was stunned. And I did the show and I tried to do the best show I could. But crazy enough, that's what I envisioned. That was that was that was what I wanted to see was 100 people watching the show. 
And within two weeks of going to bed every night and thinking about it and then doing that, it popped up. And I tell you that because I want to encourage you guys to visualize what it is you want to do. Also, I'm in a quest to, uh, to get hit 75 average viewers so I can become a Twitch partner. So my new thing is I've started visualizing 75 viewers. What did we hit yesterday? 75 viewers. Guys, it's fucking crazy. Excuse my language, but it works. There's stuff out there that you want. You got to start seeing it. You got to start visualizing it. It's crazy how it works, but it works. So she came to odd takes also. No, not raid just to watch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's real cool. That was dope. Was she hanging out the whole time? That's pretty wild if she was hanging out the whole time. Chris Reyes says chill will on the bean returning follower. Oh, nice. What's up? Chill will over there on Podbean. What's up, Amon and Chill Will and Tight Hugo, Truck Driver Pookie, Eric Resendez, D-Mac. We got a nice little crew growing over there on Podbean. For those of you that don't know, this is a live Twitch show. Uh, we do this every day, Monday through Friday on Twitch, but I do have an uh, audio-only version on Podbean that you can listen to. What's up, Chill? So thank you guys. JM Sizzle! Thank you for the 28 bits, my friend. All right, let's get to, uh, let's get to the rest of the sports. I just had to share that with you. Off the beaten path a little bit, I know. A little, little nerdy visualization stuff. But uh, I just wanted to share that with you because I was amazed that it actually worked. I could not believe in all of that visualization. It worked. And then it worked again. So I'm not going to stop. I'll tell you that dang much. All right. Uh, let's talk about this NFL tweak. And again, if you have topics, put hashtag topic in the chat. And we can talk about it. Um, but the NFL has tweaked the Rooney rule. And I don't know if you have seen the tweaks, but they are significant in many respects. And this was, these are some of the, the points that I found that they tweaked. So in the Rooney rule from now on, interviewing a woman will now count towards Rooney rule fulfillment. So you have to interview a certain amount of minorities uh, in the process of filling a head coaching job or other vacancies. And so, They've included that uh, females will now be a part of the Rooney rule. Also, an interview must take place in person to qualify for the Rooney rule. I wonder if this means or if this is directly related to Brian Flores. If you recall, he's in a lawsuit right now, class action lawsuit with the NFL. And one of the things they talked about is he never sat down with the folks in, in New York with the Giants. And uh, he, he, in fact, they had already apparently made a decision before they had their interview with him. So uh, that's kind of what sparked the lawsuit that he entered into against the NFL. So from now on, Rooney Rule Tweak says that you must interview a person in person to qualify for the Rooney Rule. Every team will be required to hire a minority offensive assistant coach for the 2022 season. No exceptions. All 32 teams must have a minority offensive assistant coach for the 2022 season. Um, Tony said, I like the changes. I just hope teams take it serious. Well, they're required to, but you're right. I mean, look, they, they, these are, these are, and, and Sean says the rules aren't going to change anything. I applaud their effort, but the, the good old boy network is alive and well. And then Flip said, uh, what is the NFL trying to hide with these new rules? 
So a couple things I, I I kind of agree with you, Sean and and Tony. Um, I do hope teams take a series, but I also think Luke, the good old boy network is alive and kicking, and it is strong. And you, these rules are necessary. But let me let me let me just just explain this to you. Just because rules change, just because laws change, doesn't change the mindset. It doesn't change a generational difference in thinking. And when you've got these old owners, um, their mindset isn't going to change overnight. It's just not. It's just absolutely not. It takes time. It takes time for those things to happen. But the rules are necessary nonetheless. Whether you agree with them or not, whether you like them or not, the rules are necessary because for too long, marginalized people have not been given a fair shake and an opportunity for positions like head coach in the NFL. It's just, it just hasn't happened. So it's unfortunate that it's necessary, but it is necessary. And I know some of you are probably thinking, well, but this isn't fair. And, and in, a, in a way, in a way, I see the every team will have to hire a minority offensive assistant coach for the 2022 season. And I think, ooh, I... I don't mind putting in place rules that require people who may not otherwise get an opportunity to interview, get that opportunity where it starts to get a little dicey is when you start mandating hiring practice for each team. Here's why. And it has nothing to do with, well, we don't want any black people or women on staff. That's not it. What's up, Rudy? Sanitize, wash hands, social distance, back to... Oh, um, the problem is what if there's really nobody qualified for your staff and your position? Like if there's, if you just don't, and that's, that's probably not the case, right? But it is a slippery, slippery slope to start mandating the hiring of people on teams. But on the flip side of that, if you don't, will they ever? So I, I kind of see both sides on that particular rule. The rest of it, I got no problem with. I'm a little concerned about mandating a hiring because it's like, okay, so you have to have an offensive mind. What if there's not one that I vibe with uh, that I liked? I guess you got to keep interviewing, but that's where it gets a little dicey for me. So just so we know, uh, one deep said nothing to hide. They are who we thought they were. Fair enough. Flip said, I'm more interested in the OT rules. The Titans had a good option. Yeah, I got to find those. I was going to do overtime rule stuff, but I can't find it. If anybody has a link, I mean, what was the... I thought they approved one, didn't they? Didn't they approve overtime rules? NFL new overtime rules. Yeah, both teams assured of possession and playoff overtime rule change. That's what I thought. Okay, so we'll we'll get to that. Um Look at the stuff the Texans tried to do to get McCown into a coaching position on the team. <clears throat> yeah, they really, they, they really, and let's be honest, had the Brian Flores thing not happened, would we be looking at uh, another head coach other than Lovey Smith for the Houston Texans right now? We'll be look, we're looking at McCown. It's very, it's very likely. I told you guys that I had a source that told me that he was given McCown's number and he was told, this is so when they announce it, you can call him. I believe that's how close the Texans were to hiring him. 
And then literally within the next day or so, the Brian Flores lawsuit came about and the Texans, you know, he was on their list. He was not on their list, but boy, they would have looked really bad at that point. So they had to, they had to pivot. Uh, assistant to the assistant O-line coach. Yeah, Tony said, um, I, or, or Potch said, I don't understand why they specified an offensive assistant. I think that part of the problem is um, there wasn't as many offensive coordinators in the league that are African-American or minority. And they were saying that, look, there's plenty of defensive coordinators, defensive assistants that you see uh, filled the positions around the league filled with minority candidates. But for some reason, offensively, that's not been the case. So I think they're trying to balance that out some. That's just my guess, at least. Um, let's see. Excuse me. Tony said, uh, let's just, let's just see. Oh, let me get through the other two, and then we'll just go through the chat. A pledge from league ownership to increase diversity among owners. I think that's also very necessary. I think you're never going to have like one single owner. Those days are gone because of the billions and billions you're talking about. And well, you might, I mean, there's billionaires out there. Elon Musk could buy a team like that, but I'm just saying like, I think it's easier when you get groups of people together to make these purchases. And so now they're requiring a certain amount of ownership or, or, or members of the ownership group to be minority, um, to, 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 to broaden the ownership scope of these teams. And I think that makes sense too. And then there also there's going to be the creation of an external diversity advisory committee who will include former Houston Texans GM Rick Smith. And this will be an independent advisory committee that'll that'll, I guess evaluate how the rules were met by each team. Pretty interesting. Lots of tweaks. Lots of tweaks. And you you know. The cynic in me says that the only reason the NFL is doing this is because of the Brian Flores lawsuit. That's just the cynic in me. That's just the the pessimist in me. I want to think that they did this out of a need for change and improvement. But I don't think that was the case. I don't think that was the case. But maybe it is. Uh, Chuck said, that's dumb. Are you people going to respect the token? Sean said, are people going to respect the token hire? Sean, I think I think so because I, I think what this does is it makes you go out and find qualified candidates that you may not have looked for in the past because you just keep regurgitating the same names and most of those names happen to be white head coaches, white offensive coordinators that go back and keep getting these jobs. And so minority candidates weren't necessarily getting the looks and that's just and some of that i'm sure has to do with the fact that they're black or hispanic or 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 a female or whatever it is but also some of it is just familiarity that's always been the case in coaching we see these coaches get regurgitated over and over so i think in a way this is forcing people to look at other candidates it can't be such a bad thing they're not saying you have to pick an unqualified one the job should go, Chuck says the job should go to the best qualified, not man or woman. And and Chuck, I don't think anybody disagrees with that. I don't think there's going to be a person in this chat or on the planet, or I mean, I'm sure there's some people on the planet, but most sensible people aren't going to disagree with you that the job should go 
to the most qualified candidate. But the problem is when you limit the candidate pool to white head coaches, white male head coaches, unfortunately, you don't really know if it's the most qualified, right? So that's part of what the Rooney rule was established for and and across not just the NFL and in sports, but in in a lot of what we do. The reason why rules like this are put into place is because you can't rely on, on the old guard to switch it up on their own. They just won't. So now you at least have to take a look. And in that process, the thought is, oh, had no idea Mike Tomlin was this capable. Had no idea Lovey Smith was this capable. Had no idea Brian Flores was this capable. I'm glad we took a look. So that's the point of this. Hey, Housey's in the building. What's up, House? Did you take a day off? Out here twitching like a crazy person. So I don't think that they're saying that you have to just hire any rando that qualifies as either minority or female. But what these rules really are intended to do is open up the pool and make you make you consider other candidates other than white dudes that have been around forever. Uh, Amos said situations like this, you have to be intentional about hires to provoke change. Oh, you changed jobs house house that had an interview at two. Okay. I dig it. How'd it go? Did you get it? Did you nail it? You uh, you interviewing to be a, a prostitute? Probably so. Um, Nasty Nate said, but honestly, what if you got hired to one of these positions knowing your job is a complete farce? <sighs> That's a good question. I, I can't answer that question. I don't know. Um, I would imagine... That once you're given the opportunity, so many people will tell you, man, just give me the opportunity. Just that's all. Once I get the opportunity, I promise you I'll knock it out of the park. So that's what I think that this is set up for. And yeah, if you suck at your job, you're you're not going to keep it for very long. But that'll be obvious and evident. So. The Church of Latter-day Saints is hiring. Oh, look at House said I got an offer 6K more five minutes from the house instead of the hour drive now. Let's go. Good for you, House. Take it. Yeah. Tony said that 6K is actually 20K because gas is too high. Exactly. Christy. What up, girl? High from high. Wait, no, I'm in Fort Worth. <laughs> What's up, CC, y'all? Cece's so sweet. She sent me $2 on Venmo. She's like, I'm not going to be there today, but I love you, kid. She's playing golf. Go, girl. Did you negotiate Twitch into your contract, Rev House? Oh, I don't think you should count on that. Uh, what else did we get? I wanted to get some of your other thoughts here before we move on or get into a heated debate. So let's see. The job should go to the best qualified, but honestly, if you get hired, one of those uh, complete farce. Sexier job. Oh, for the assistance. Yeah. Um, Tony said true, but some people get dismissed out of the bat based on off the bat based on sex and race. Yeah, exactly. And that's why you have to have these rules. Thea is going to, what is that? Thea is going to pay for these minority hires for the first two seasons. Who? Thea. Oh, the league. 
I was like, what? The league is going to pay for the minority hires for the first two seasons. Oh, so they're going to foot the bill. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't read that. That is super interesting. And I like that better. If you're mandating a hire, I like that. That's what you should do. Good for them. So they're mandating you have to have a minority offensive assistant on staff. And we're going to pay them for the first, you said, two seasons. I dig it. I dig it. Um, Flips it. I can see the vision the NFL has, but seriously doubt it'll work. It hasn't worked in any other profession in humanity. It has, though. Flip, if it hadn't, there wouldn't be already minority head coaches. There wouldn't be black Supreme Court justices and presidents and all of those things. It's about changing the laws and the rules. Yeah, but it's also about changing the mindset, right? So both have to happen and one eventually catches up to the other. But but if you had one without the other, it, it probably doesn't spark that. So... Uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Hey, Rev, what's new? Uh, y'all be nice to me. It's windy. Oh yeah. You're, you're, you're screwed. You're about to shoot 130. I might apply for the Texans now. You should, Tony, you should totally apply for the Texans job. Uh, you're pretty offensive. So yeah, uh, Chris said I need her vacation. Well, she does get a lot of vacation. She's the boss. That's uh, She can do that. All right, so there's your update. That's the Rooney rule. That's all the new rules they have in place. One more thing coming out of the NFL, and then I want to get to this Chris Rock uh, and uh, Will Smith apology. But I'm curious, chat, what you guys think about this. The NFL is has a new streaming service that they're going to be, that they're already working on. They talked about it at the president's meeting. But they... Um, they want to start a new NFL streaming service. So right now, if you have Yahoo, you can watch the games. And if you have cable, you can watch on your phone. But the NFL is like, no, nah, fam, eventually we just want to be like Disney Plus or Netflix or Apple TV or whatever. Paramount, Peacock, you name it. So many streaming services. Now the NFL's in on it. They say, we got this product. We got all this stuff. Let's just make our own streaming service. <sighs> I don't know about you. I don't need another... I don't need another subscription. I'm I'm streaming serviced out. I'm almost ready to just go back to cable because I got I feel like there's like 8,000 streaming services. It's getting too crazy. It's getting too expensive. PP Dubs called them greedy bitches. Feels like it. I know, Chris. Yeah, house yes. House are they going to black out home teams? Yes, of course they are. Yes, they still want you to buy tickets. They still want you to go to the to the to the stadium and park and pay eight hundred dollars to park and eleventy thousand dollars for a beer and a pretzel. Does anybody eat pretzels, by the way, at football games? Is that a thing? Is that a thing? I don't think I've ever eaten a pretzel at a sporting event. Does that make me weird? I mean, I like pretzels. But... What's up, Justin Kemp? Fidel said, I have way too many streaming services where they get more money from a subscription service than they already do from TV deals. I don't know. Now, that's an interesting thought. If they take away broadcast television rights, if they take away CBS and Fox and ESPN and NBC and just put it all in house. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. 
I don't know if it would be the same, but you look at Netflix, but Netflix was an early adopter, right? When you look at, and their, their prices have gone up, but the money that they make, it's ridiculous. So I don't know. I think this is, they, they, I mean, they have the NFL network, but you can only watch like one game a week on it. Max. I don't know. It just seems kind of wild to me that you would have an NFL streaming service. Um, and you're only 17 weeks a year for a regular season. I mean, it's not really that many weeks a year that you're around. Am I going to pay a subscription for 24 weeks of content? I mean, you're going to have to have other stuff. Now Now they've partnered with uh, the XFL. Are they going to show XFL games? Okay. I'm just, I don't need another service, right? I mean, I've already got so many monthly fees that I pay. I pay for Netflix. I pay for Hulu. I pay for um, Amazon Prime. I pay for Disney Plus, Pornhub, Peacock. What? It's just too, it's, as Jim would say, just too much. Just too much. What they need to do. What somebody needs to do is start bundling the unbundles because that's what this was. Is you had cable and it was like everybody kind of pulled their their thing out and did their own thing. I just, I, one's got to go. Pornhub is not free, Marty. Not if you want the 4K. You pay for porn. I, listen, you guys, I'm a connoisseur, okay? What do you mean buy HelloFresh? No, oh, that was a joke. We're not. I'm not showing it. I hope they don't take away the red zone from Fubo. Does, does Fubo have the red zone? I didn't even know that. I've been on Fubo for almost two years now. Didn't know that. I'll have to check it out. I'll tell you what Fubo doesn't have, TBS and TNT. So guess who hadn't really been able to watch many basketball games in March Madness? This guy! Thanks, Fubo. Robert said, what is Pornhub? Um, yeah. Okay. I'm just not even going to answer that, Robert. I'm just going to let you. I'm just going to let you waller in that for a minute. I'm just going to let you sit in it for a second and realize how dumb of a question that was. Knowing you know what it is, you just wanted the attention. <sighs> Jay Kim said, shoot in 4K. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no low quality homemade porn for Barry. No. You don't want to watch those games anyways. Ugh. Red Zone is life. I do like the Red Zone. It's kind of cool. Pornhub is a tutorial platform. Right? Like you go to YouTube to learn how to, you know, change your brakes. You go, to, you go to Pornhub to learn how to beat the brakes off of it. Okay. Maybe we're not going to do the reads today. Try it on your work PC. Yeah, 100%. Try it on your work PC. I, I would encourage all of you guys right now to open up a Pornhub and see if it works at work. How are you going to know if it works if you haven't? This happens on Discord daily. What does? What does? This, this nonsense? This nonsense? You guys don't get out of hand over there. So we're going to do the overtime stuff here in just a second. I'm, I'm NFL'd out for a minute. I want to get back to this Chris Rock thing. Did I do the Terrence Gidry upgrade? I did. We can close that. So Will Smith issued an apology finally 
It's about time, Will. People are still saying that they thought this was planned, and I just couldn't disagree with you more. I don't. The, here, here's why I don't think this was staged. When you look at after the blow, after the sit down, after the Chris Rock's face lets you know that it was not planned. Will Smith's anger when he yells, keep my wife's name. The look on his face, I've seen that face in a madman before. That was not staged. And I know he's a good actor. He won an Oscar. Duh. I just don't believe that was staged. I don't, you, you, you can't convince me of that. Man, look at the difference between this ESPN article, look how it lights me up, versus the stream chat, which is in dark mode. Yeah, B. Hannah said you should put in timeout for asking what Pornhub is. I should. I absolutely should. Patreon.com. Thank you, Potch. If you're paying for Hulu and Disney, you might as well get a Hulu Live bundle. I'm not. 70 bucks and a fire stick. I can get you every channel uh, ever. Yeah, but that's illegal. That's bootleg. Get on that Discord. Get on that Discord, Potch. Thank you. Guys in black suits will come to your cube at work if you get on Pornhub. You should be put in timeout. Uh, what was the high anger with Jada was cheating on him? So Flip said, where was the anger when Jada was cheating on him? That's just it, Flip. That's not accurate. They're in an open relationship. She wasn't cheating on him. And they were separated, but they are in an open relationship. So that's just misunderstood. All right, here's his apology, though, to Chris Rock. He said, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job. But a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to, to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret. Uh, I don't have the rest of it. Where the hell did it go? I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what was otherwise a gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. Zoom out. You buying it? I mean, I believe the slap. I believe the anger. I believe the, the coming to the defense of his wife. You buying the apology? I don't think so. I don't know if I buy it yet. Maybe later down the road, he's more... I mean, but dude was partying at the after party. And, and he should have. He won an Oscar. What I think happens is that his PR people got to him and said, bro... They're going to kick you out of the Academy. They very well could strip your Oscar, which Whoopi Goldberg went on to view. I don't know why I know this. Why do I know gossipy shit? Whoop, Whoopi Goldberg went on the view. Apparently she's on the board of directors for the uh, Academy Awards or the Oscars and said that he will not be stripped of his Oscar, but they will be looking into other things. So is he going to be banned? Not going to be allowed to attend? If you cared, you would have thrown him out as soon as he did it. Nobody, no security, nobody. Can. Denzel came over. No one else. This doesn't make sense. I think he did this as a PR move, which you should do. 
Absolutely, he needed to send, uh, do a public apology, but I don't know if he's truly sorry for defending his wife. I don't think he is. But I also think he could have just walked backstage and punched, punched him out. And that would have been just as effective. You know, just sit there while he's on stage and he's, and he's making fun of your wife and just go, okay, okay. Don't worry, babe. I got you. I'm not going to do it right now. There's TVs. It'd be weird. I'm going to punch him in the face. Don't worry. And then backstage, you walk up and he's like, ah, well, ha, ha, and you do it. That's for my wife. That's for my wife. And walk off. Just do it Jason David Frank style. Punch them kids in the locker room. Don't do it out in the public. Fidel said Will Smith's just trying to save face. I mean, I tend to agree. And you have to. It was the right thing to do. You messed up. Uh, Amos said, and turns out Chris Rock really didn't know anything about their hair problems. He said he doesn't speak to Will enough to know about that. I'll be honest with you. I had no idea Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia. No idea. Had no clue. It reasons. It makes sense. But I didn't know. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody else shouldn't know either, or, you know. But she talked about it publicly, but I don't keep up with her. Now, I also want to point out Chris Rock also didn't. Uh, the writers on staff didn't write that joke. Apparently, he riffed the joke. Remember yesterday I was telling you, look, it might not have even been his joke. These jokes get written by a group of writers, some of whom I'm known that have written for the Academy Awards and the Oscars. So. Jokes are written by other people and then performed by these comedians. It happens all the time. And these big name comedians have writers for their specials too. They'll have joke writers write bits for them or jokes or whatever. So it's not uncommon to be telling somebody else's joke. I myself, in nine years, I just bought my first joke. I've written all my material up until this year. And I finally, there was just this joke that I just loved so much. I wanted to buy it. So I bought a joke. Never done that before. But what the hell? But it turns out that during rehearsals, and usually he'll go through all the jokes, whether he's roasting people or not, he never did that joke. So it wasn't either, it wasn't scripted or written or it wasn't in the original production, but live in the moment, he did it and it backfired. And he also issued a public apology and I'll, I'll find that as well. It was discussed. I'm not sure what was discussed, Donna. Uh, there's no way there was physical violence at an event like that. And there was no security response. It's crazy, right? None though. None. I really think Will thought he could handle the open relationship, but it got the best of him. It was the best of times. It was the worst. Of times. No, I don't think that's the case. I think that being the butt of the joke got the best of him. I'm not so sure that the open relationship was the problem. I think it was the constant being made fun of on Twitter and Instagram and social media. And every time you talk to somebody, they want to bring up the fact that your wife banged another dude, even though that was part of y'all's agreement and you were both okay with it. That would wear on your nerves. That would wear on your nerves. Oh, it was discussed by the Academy. They should have thrown him out. I don't know why they didn't. It's crazy though. Absolutely crazy. Rating skyrocketed after it hit social media. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. 
Everyone wanted to see if he won and what his speech would be. Marty said, no security response leads me to believe it was staged. If that would have, here's the problem though, Marty. See, I just, I disagree with you guys. I don't think this was done for ratings and I don't think this was done uh, or staged for it because there was no security. Marty, if that would have been a random fan that ran up there. Yeah, but it's Will Smith. It's a nominee for best actor. No way security's rushing the stage. I mean, we saw what Kanye did to to um, Taylor Swift. Okay. And he went and sat back down. I mean, there's, but there was physical altercation, but the security wouldn't have known that Will Smith was going up there to slap the fire out of Chris Rock. They look at it and go, ah, oh, Will Smith. He's probably going to go up there and do something funny to, to diffuse the situation. Nope. Slapped the fire out of him and then went and sat back down. No other actions, altercations, none of that. Slapped the shit out of him and went and sat back down. Thad, Thaddeus, thank you for the follow, my friend. Welcome to the program, Thaddeus. Thank you for being here. We're just talking about this, uh, the follow-up to the Will Smith stuff. More celebrities have their own security people. Yeah, I don't think Chris Rock is going out there with security. He leaned into it and didn't move his hands. Who, B. Hannon? Because he probably didn't think he would do that. He probably didn't think he would do that. Rob said, hit me up, Barry. I got jokes. This one is free. No. I bought jokes from one of the best comedy writers. Well, a joke from one of the best comedy writers I know. No offense, Rob, but if I want barbecue, you're my guy. Jokes? Not so much. Walt said, Chris Rock pays people a lot of money to protect and respond. If his personal security still had a job, it was fake. Just, I think y'all are crazy to say this was fake and staged. I just, I think y'all are nuts. There's no way this was fake and staged. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm gullible. But I don't think Chris Rock would humiliate himself in front of millions of people. And I don't think Will Smith would go on stage and embarrass himself and the Oscars and physically assault a person as a joke and staged and then not apologize in his speech, not apologize until later when everyone is like, Holy shit, that was real. He's going to get kicked off of never allow back type stuff. If it was staged, if it was fake, one, I think he apologizes in his speech and he didn't. He was still angry. Also, when you look at her reaction, not staged at all. So, I don't know. Just... I couldn't disagree with you guys more in saying that it was staged. Just couldn't. Tony said it's bad take day. Marty said it's Hollywood. Everything's fake. Yeah, but not. You understand like the Oscars and the Academy Awards. They don't want that kind of stuff going on. They don't want that. They don't want that at all. I heard Chris Rock doesn't walk around with security. That wouldn't surprise me. Why would he? Will was laughing till he saw her face. I think he was doing, I've done that on this show. I've seen Joe Rogan do it on his podcast. I'm one of those guys that I'm going to give you a courtesy laugh, even though I want to punch you dead in the face. 
but the cameras are on and you know will smith is used to taking the 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 degrading jokes from people he's will smith right the the wild wild west joke and the entanglement with august jokes and he's just used to being the butt of the joke in his career and he talked about it in his apology you know that that's part of the job so when he makes the joke you put on a fake smile and you go, okay he just said he just said that about my wife i'm gonna beat his ass but okay it's fine and then he looks over and he sees his wife is just mortified probably in front of her peers disgusted at the joke embarrassed ashamed sad hurt and the fake laughter just to be a good sport because we all have to take jokes because that's what this whole awards thing is it's the comedian roast in the crowd and i'm a nominee so i'm fair game and then you process it and go oh 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 hell no my baby's upset i'm gonna beat your ass fam so that oh he was laughing until he was a thing Perfectly good explanation. So, all right, Chris, uh, let's see. Interested to see what new material Chris Rock comes up with. I don't know if he addresses this other than, I mean, well, he probably will. That's what comics do. Uh, everyone was laughing until the slab. Now everyone is staying with Jada. Yeah. You know, your wife's faces. He saw something no one else saw. I would agree with that, too. I would agree with that, too. He doesn't have to cuss in his songs. Nobody has to cuss when he's screaming about his wife. All right, so that was the apology. I didn't find that. Let's see, where's Chris Rock's apology? Chris Rock apology. Because he apologized too. And we're going to get to uh, some more uh, sports stuff. But I want to show you the odds if they fought. But Chris Rock issued an apology as well. Uh, where did it go? Where's Chris Rock's apology at? So that's Will Smith's. No, I want Chris Rock's apology. Oh, it says no. Four hours ago, while Chris Rock's apology is reportedly fake, Smith's is not. Oh, so hiphopdx.com is saying Chris Rock has not apologized, but Will Smith did. Ray! What's up, brother-in-law? Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Appreciate you, buddy. Long time no see. Thanks for uh, popping in. Tell the boys I said hello. So apparently Chris Rock did not apologize. That was a fake apology. So I'm glad I didn't download it and save it and read it. But Snopes is also saying no. No, Chris Rock didn't apologize. Some Somebody named Chris Chris did, but Chris Rock didn't. Uh, all right. Here's the overtime rules. And I didn't do a, a fancy slide for this. So you're kind of SOL. Oh, let me do a... Speaking of SOL, I gotta do this, guys. I'm sorry. I gotta make this number move. You see that number down there? You see this number three? Where in the hell is it? What the hell's going on? You see this box? You see that number three? That's how many people have signed up for HelloFresh. Three of you know what's up. The rest of you are absolutely crazy for not signing up for HelloFresh. Let me tell you right now, HelloFresh delivers food to your door every single week. You don't have to get in the car and go grocery shopping. You don't have to go spend hours, hours driving around looking for good deals and food. And I'm telling you, this is this is the 
this is what you want. Now, last night, Nora and I, we got our meal kit on Saturday. This is what I made Nora and I last night. This was it. This is the Italian chicken and pepper sando. This was amazing. Amazing. And I wanted to show you because this is like what you get in the, you get this recipe card, right? And then I'll show you here. It says what the ingredients are that they ship you. So they literally ship you. They shipped us the golden potatoes for the fries, an onion, a green pepper. They ship you mayonnaise, the sour cream, the garlic powder, the baguettes, the chicken, 10 ounces of chicken, Italian seasoning, chicken stock, and mozzarella cheese. They literally ship all of that to you to make the meal. And on the back of the card, it tells you exactly what you need to do step by step. So you follow the instructions. You chop up the food. You prep the, the French fries. And I'm telling you guys. The food is ridiculously good. Nora and I were talking about the fact that we had not been using HelloFresh after using it for a while. And then we were like, oh, yeah, this stuff is really good. And here was uh, here's a prime example. Just so I know you guys, you know, some of you believe me. Some of y'all know I don't lie about this stuff. But this was uh, this was cooking dinner last night with the HelloFresh. So you can see the pepper that they sent. I just had typed up or chopped up the French fries and the onions. So that's what it comes. You see the bag that it comes in. I'm telling you guys, it's legit. I want you to try it. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to my link, which is in the chat. I'm going to grab it as well uh, and redo it one more time. But use my link so that they know you heard it from me. Use my link and go to HelloFresh.com. There's the link right there. Follow that little fancy link right there. It's going to take you to HelloFresh.com. Uh, and then you sign up. Use promo code POGSE3025. You're going to get up to 16 free meals plus three surprise gifts across six HelloFresh boxes plus free shipping. Uh, the gifts include free appetizers, free desserts, and free premium recipes. Folks, I'm telling you, the food is legitimately good. We've already done our, our menus for the next two weeks. We signed up for three meals a week for the two of us. So it's we get six meals total. Um, and it costs us about 10 bucks a meal. We spend more than that. We spend more than that going out to the fast food and it's home cooked and it's amazing. And it's not the same old same. We would have never had that dinner last night. So go try it. My link's in the chat. Go hit that up. It's uh hellofresh underscore Barry on deck. You see it right there. Streams.net hellofresh underscore Barry on deck. Use that code. Good luck. Make that number move. Thank me later. Cause you will. I promise. Jen talks about it. Jen's a, a hellofresh. You've been doing that for a while. Uh, Green has no, uh, let's see. So nasty. Nay said, Chris has nothing to apologize for. I would agree. Ray said, how many times have you apologized for a joke? Um, so I, I do, I did the joke yesterday that I think has been the most controversial. Um, it's a joke about deaf people. And I've had deaf people come up to me and tell me that they thought the joke was hilarious and they loved it. And I also had a person a man and a woman, I was in Minnesota. I was in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And um, this man comes up to me and he says, you know, I didn't appreciate your joke about deaf people. We were enjoying your show until you made that joke. Our daughter is deaf and my wife and I didn't appreciate it. I was like, so you were okay when I was making fun of fat people? 
You were okay when I was making fun of my wife, when I was making fun of me and my, my tiny dick. You were okay with all that. You were okay when I was doing jokes about black people. You were okay with all these other jokes that I do. And everybody's like, oh my God, you do it. You have to see them. But that one you got offended about because it's, it's, it, it hit close to your home. And he goes, this is what the man tells me. Well, if I'm being honest, I thought it was pretty funny. It's my wife that got upset. I was like, so your daughter's not even here? He was like, no. I was like, so your wife is getting offended for your daughter. How old is your daughter? 23. Your adult daughter isn't here to get offended for herself, but your wife is, and she doesn't even have the balls to come over and tell me herself. She sends you? Hey, look, man. I was like, I get it. I'm married. This is ridiculous. I was like, look, I'm not going to apologize for a joke. If you, if I'm just, I'm not going to do it. And I don't think I've ever apologized for a joke. I think the only time is when somebody came up and says, I'm deaf. And I, and I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I had no idea. He's like, no, no, no. I love the joke. That's about the extent of it, but I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to apologize for making jokes. Not, not that I think, or not that are intended to be offensive. Now, if I did offensive humor, maybe. <laughs> Mark said, I remember you telling this story on the radio. Yeah. Took me a minute to remember. Yeah. If you get offended, stay your ass at home and don't go to a comedy show. Well, there's that too. Uh, flips it as a comic. Is that one of your pet peeves? People going to a comedy show and not being able to handle a joke. It is. Look, there's a lot of shitty comics out there. There's a lot of shitty comedians. There's a lot of bad comedians that write terrible, mean, and offensive jokes. And they do that just to be offensive and be edgy and you know it's not called stand up uh, um stand up offensive it's stand up comedy but so many comedians want to be edgy and and walk the line and do jokes about rape and jokes about special needs people and race and the holocaust and pedophilia and listen there's a place for every single one of those categories that I just said, there is a place for jokes about that stuff. There really is. I know some of you'd be like, how do you joke about the Holocaust? How do you joke about rape? How do you joke about those things? Professional comedians can pull that off. It's these morons that get up there and just say the meanest shit possible. And for sure, I've never apologized to a heckler. I've had hecklers come up to me after the show and be like, hey, sorry, I was just helping. And I'll be like, bitch, don't apologize to me. And that's dudes. I, by the way, bitch is universal in my language. Bitch has nothing to do with gender. Everybody's a bitch. Everybody can be a bitch. But yeah, you're not going to heckle me and then come up to me afterwards and apologize. Like, <laughs> I was just playing, right? Is it, we're good? No, we're not good. Not good at all. You're an asshole. So don't heckle. Uh, so Amos said, see, that's what has will in hot water right now. What, what has will in hot water right now? I'm not sure I know what that means. Daniel Tosh will mess a crowd up about rape. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a buddy that did a, a, a rape joke and I thought it was really funny. He talked about going to prison. He's like, I couldn't, I wouldn't last in prison mostly because I don't think I could rape anyone. Like I'd be doing it, but I would be sad. Be like, I'd be crying the whole time. 
And the guy that I was doing it to would be like, are you crying right now? I'm supposed to be crying. And he's like, shut up, bitch. Take it. Like, that was funny to me. That's a funny rape joke. There's nothing funny about rape, but that's a funny rape joke. And there's a big difference that you guys have to understand and comics have to understand. It's a, not an easy subject to discuss, but it is uh, it is a real thing. Uh, Tony the Handsome said Jezelnik can pull those jokes off. But it's also, Tony, he sets a precedence. See, it's like I said yesterday. When it comes to comedy, you set a precedence of what you are, how you're going to be, and, and, and the kind of jokes that a crowd can expect from you. If you come out and you're like, hey, guys, isn't Jesus great? So rape is awesome, too. And you're like, what just happened? This guy was doing Jesus jokes, and now we're... Like, he comes out and you know the brand of comedy that he's going to give you from the jump. If you go to an Anthony Jeselnik concert and you're offended, you're a moron because you knew what he was going to do. And if you had no idea who he was, who goes to a comedy show and doesn't look up any of the comedians online before they go? If you go to a movie, you look at the trailer first. You don't just show up in the theater and be like, well, let's see what, I don't know. No Country for Old Men is all about. I don't know why that was the one movie that popped into my head. I don't know. You don't just show up, right? You do your research before you spend your money on a ticket to something. So if you went to an Anthony Jeselnik concert and were offended, you're a moron. Now, me, if you come to one of my concerts, I don't have offensive stuff online. And some of the jokes that I do that might be considered edgy or could possibly be offensive, those aren't out there. So if you show up, then maybe, but yeah, you're just sensitive. You need to go home. <laughs> Nasty Nate said, Jeselnik is one of the funniest guys going right now. Okay. Well, see, comedy is subjective, and that's great. You have your opinions about what's funny, and I have mine. Jeselnik really doesn't make me laugh that much. He makes me go, ooh, shit, that's ballsy. I'd never do that joke, but he just doesn't make me laugh. Mm, I don't know. But there's a lot of comedians that are good at what they do, that are respected and popular, but don't make me laugh. Rogan. Um, by the way, D-Mac on uh, Podbean said he agrees it wasn't staged. You're a good man, D-Mac. You're a smart person. Not like the rest of these morons that think it was staged. Dumb bitches. Uh, by the way, shout out to everybody on listening on Podbean. D-Mac, Truck Driver, Pookie, Titan Hugo, uh, Richard Vales, Eric Resendez, and Hanuma, 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 Hanuma. H-N-N-Y-X-P-Q. You didn't just change your username, sir, and or ma'am. Um... New Earthquake special on Netflix is awesome. Oh, man, Earthquake. There's another cat that should have been bigger than he is. He's big, but should be a lot bigger. But, yeah, Jeselnik just doesn't make me laugh. That's not my kind of humor. I, my favorite comic right now, my favorite, absolute favorite comedian, Bill Burr. I just think he's the funniest dude out right now. I like Nate Bargatze. I think Dusty Slay is ridiculously talented. Also a friend. So it's cool when you're when some of your favorite comics are your friends. Another guy that gets slept on that you guys don't know about, Dave Landau. Oh, my God. Dave Landau is amazing. So there's a lot of, and Dave Landau is offensive. Dave Landau says some outlandish shit. Great jokes. Great joke writer. So, anyways. All right. Enough about me. Um, if you're not a redneck, don't go see Larry the Cable Guy. Fair point. Fair point indeed. Um, Let's talk about this beef. Speaking of Chris Rock and... Oh, I didn't give you guys the odds. We're going to get to that beef in just a second. Here's the odds. If Chris Rock and Will Smith were going to fight right now, 
Bovada set odds on, on who would win. And Will Smith is a minus 220. Chris Rock is a plus 155. I call Bolsheviki. No way. No way. First of all, Chris Rock should be a plus 455. That dude is skinny as a rail. And yeah, he's got the reach. But you saw he didn't even have a hand up when the slap hit. He didn't know what to do. All he said was, oh, boy, I could really, you could really what? You could really what? Say, say some more mean words that might get the absolute living shit beat out of you instead of just slapped? You weren't doing nothing, Chris. You got checked and punked, bro. And for that, you're a plus 455 in the fight. Bovada's a moron. It's just not enough value. And Will Smith at minus 220 is great value. Not like great value, like off-brand, you know, like Hill Country Fair, great value. Like it is a it is a fantastic value because he should really be like a minus 600. Will's got the height. Yeah, and, and the strength. He's just stronger than Chris. Chris might have the reach because of them long, skinny arms, but he ain't doing damage with them twigs. Ain't nothing happening with them lanky arms. Will don't want none of CB4. Shut up, Titan Hugo. <laughs> John Dory's on the pod, B. What's up, John Dory? Ain't nobody scared of CB4. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. Um, What's up, Charles? What's up, Nick? How you doing, buddy? We're just talking about odds on Will Smith and Chris Rock. Nick, come on, fam. Tell the truth. Chris Rock ain't no plus 155. That man's at least a plus 455. Will Smith's a minus 600. Nick knows I'm right. He knows. Nick knows what's up. Uh, yeah, shout out to producer Nick. Go follow. Uh, get on uh, Get on that uh, follow uh, train on his, uh, on his site. First time chatter from the viewer, the producer Nick. Plus 750 for The Rock. Yeah, for Chris Rock. I totally agree with that, by the way. 100%. 100%. All right, now, speaking of beefs, uh, this one was pretty interesting. If you didn't hear about this, Ty Lue and Daryl Morey got into it. Now, it wasn't, it kind of um, kind of happened nonchalantly, if you will. So here was the thing. Um, it was something that Ty Lue said about the, the the Sixers. So the Clippers and Sixers played last Friday. Lou was asked about the challenge in guarding James Harden and Joel Embiid. And his quote was, he noted that he had read, he had read that, quote, neither guy would be top 10 in scoring without free throws. That's just a, just a fact. If you took away their free throws, they're not top 10 in scoring. So they get a lot of they get a lot of work done at the, the free throw line. We all knew that about James Harden here in Houston. Right? Maury had only heard that, or I guess, you know, that negativity bias stood out. He didn't see the part about reading it. And and uh what did it say? It says, We are known for getting to the free throw line. Lou um well, Lou acknowledged it was a difficult task to contain the two because they get to the line so much. He then added quite a few compliments about both players. And the Sixers routed the Clippers 122 to 97. So Ty Lue wasn't saying his only complaint wasn't, ah, 
They only win because they, they get the calls. They go to the free throw line because they're flipper floppers. No, he was just saying, yeah, you, you can't. They get to the line a lot, and they wouldn't even be top 10 in scoring. That's how that's how much they get to the line. But they, you know, it gives them compliments. So Daryl Morey only hears the part about the fouls or the free throws, and he says the following. Quote, he tweets it. Quote, say it with me again. Players are fouled because the other team cannot stop them. Ah, players are fouled because they flop and the NBA gives superstars preferential treatment, especially when they blow layups or flop around like James Harden continues to do. So that was Daryl Morey's response to Ty Lue saying that Joel Embiid and, and James Harden go to the free throw line too much. And we're not done there, folks. Definitely not done there because Ty Lue saw what Daryl Morey tweeted and he responded in kind saying maybe Morey shouldn't be tweeting after his tweet cost the league a billion dollars. The tweet about Hong Kong he said maybe Morey shouldn't be tweeting after his tweet in support of Hong Kong cost the league a billion dollars. Maybe don't go on Twitter. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm judging the fight. If that's round one, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go 10 9 Ty Lu. I'm going to go 10 9 Ty Lu. You know, I mean, he came out early, got on the offensive, but he, he hit a lot of those punches. You know, talking about, oh, they get on the free throw line a lot, but they're good. More encounter took him down, didn't do nothing with the takedown. Ty Lu gets up and hits him with a two piece. Right before the bell. So uh, I'm going to give that round to, to, to Ty Lue, 10-9. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, what's beef? What? What? Beef is when you need 2G. What? To go to sleep. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what you're talking about, Flip. Andrew Clay said, you are one of the only people who has seemingly heard the who comment. Maury and most people seemingly only read the short excerpt that seemed like a slight, and I'm a Sixers fan. And I'm sure you meant the whole comment. Yeah. You're one of the only people saying that seemingly heard the, the, the whole comment. Y yeah. It's, uh, I guess that's what you meant. Does Daryl Maury, has Daryl won any Twitter battles? I think he's 0 for 4. I don't know. It's okay, Andrew. So I, I, I'm good at deciphering uh, uh, the chat. I'm pretty good at it. Now, sometimes it's difficult, but uh, I've tried to be pretty good at it. What's up, Perry? Good to see you, buddy. We're just talking about this beef between Daryl Moore and Ty Lue. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't seen a ton of Twitter spats between Zoom out. Hold on. Well, that's not going to work. Try to do the old Zoom out. Zoom out! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many how many disputes Daryl Morey gets in on Twitter. I know he thinks he's a lot smarter than most people. And when it comes to basketball and analytics, he might be. But in other stuff, eh. Ah, um, so that was that. I've got a ton of other things. Let's see. What do we want to get to? What do we want to discuss today? I like that Total Dallas and Flip are having a... He totally missed that. I'm sorry, guys. Do you understand how difficult it is to keep up with all the shit in the chat? The jokes and the... 
Yeah, I, I missed it. And I'm sure it wasn't worth it. I'm 100% sure it wasn't worth it. Let's see. Where'd it go? Uh, let me look at my slides here. What do we want to discuss? Oh, I like this story. This is actually pretty funny to me. This is actually pretty funny to me because we talked about this. Was it last week when it occurred? Maybe the week before? I think it was last week. But big baby Glenn Davis went to a Celtics game. And he moved up front to get a better seat, I guess, for a while. So he's front row Joe. He's sitting courtside. ESPN knows it's him. They walk over to him, put the camera on him. They're like, look, y'all, that's big baby Glenn Davis. He's still big. He's still real big, but not like muscles. And they're they're talking or they're you know showing him. And then these dudes walk up, they're like, hey man, you're in our seat while he's on TV. And he's like, Oh, my bad. Are these y'all seats? They're like, Yeah. And he gets up and moves. And it was funny. Hilarity ensued. But now It says Davis being in Boston without the court's permission was a violation of Davis's bail. So let me back up. Davis was caught on camera a few weeks ago, sitting in somebody else's seats during a game between the Nets and the Celtics and at TD garden. It was a comical moment that went viral, but he might be in trouble because of it. Um, Davis was supposed to appear on, let's see where it said, Oh, Davis being in Boston without the court's permission was a, uh, so this is Davis being in Boston without the court's permission was a violation of Davis's bail terms, conditions, which stem from Davis being charged with defrauding the NBA's health and welfare benefit plan. What? Davis was supposed to appear on the radio program Toucher and Rich on 98.5, the sports hub in Boston this Friday per the host. He had to cancel due to court appearance. We were told the reason Big Baby couldn't uh, come in studio this morning is because he was in court. If it's true, the reason is because he violated his bail to sit on the court at the Celtic Nets game. So, bro, if you know you're not allowed to leave the state or be somewhere or do stuff, and you're a celebrity or you're an athlete and you know there's, what are you doing? What a moron. Absolute moron. Absolutely. Like, like, what are you, like, why would you, why, why, why would you? Flip call me Barry Smith. Shut up, Flip. Keep my name out your mother. Hello, fresh mouth. Should have hired Johnny Conker. Nothing going to help. Uh, there's an article here or a, or a thing. It says, so Glenn Davis violated his bail conditions to watch the Nets play the Celtics in Boston on Sunday. Davis has been charged with submitting fraudulent medical claims of the NBA's benefits plan. At least the Celtics won. Davis is launching a comedy show. This was where I was like, what? So apparently he sent a letter. He had his people send a letter to... A judge. It says, I represent Glenn Davis and I'm writing to... Here, let me move this over here so I'm not like all off, all wacky over there. 
Uh, here's the article. I represent Glenn Davis, and I'm writing to respectfully request a temporary modification of the conditions of his bond to permit him to travel to the District of Massachusetts between March 11 and April 16, 2022 for work. Mr. Davis is launching a comedy show called Life After Basketball and has confirmed bookings in Massachusetts through April 15. It says, I have spoken with the PTS, the pretrial service officer in the Central District of California, where Davis is supervised as a supervisor of the PTS office in the district and uh, prosecutors. None of them object to the request. I want to bring to your honor's attention the PTS and the governor, uh, the government take this position notwithstanding. I don't need to see big baby Davis's comedy life after basketball. That just none of that intrigues me. But dude got arrested. Not wise guys. Uh, I'm in Houston with the, without the court's permission. Thirty years. Well, go home. Go home. Total Dallas. No one's keeping you here in Houston. Taking our jobs. Coming down here from Dallas. Taking our jobs and our women. Filling up on our gas. Clogging up our freeways. Get out of here. What's up to everybody on Podbean? Thanks for being here. Nobody cares what you want told Dallas. Man, we are plowing through topics. Oh, Lord, it's 340. The show went kind of fast, right? Charles needs a teacher. We need those. You don't need teachers? Oh. We don't need teachers. We have YouTube. What a stupid statement. We need teachers. No, you don't. Everything you need to know is on YouTube. You just go to YouTube. You Google or YouTube things and you learn. I saw a guy who was like, you know what? This is day 9,733 since I graduated that I've not used the Pythagorean theorem. Think about how much useless shit you learn in school that you don't use on a daily basis. And then if you need it, you just look it up. You're like, oh, I forgot about that. Forgot about that. I got to go back and look that. How do you do? How do you do area? Hey, hey, Google, how many pints in a quart? Yeah, total Dallas. Let me, I, I hate to be this guy, total Dallas. And oh, the children are our future. First of all, also, no, they're not. We don't need teachers, and the children aren't our future. The children's are in the future, but they're not our future. Our future is with robots. Any show updates? What am I? Was I supposed to do a show update, Chin? Oh, in the nonprofit. Also, I, oh, I forgot to tell you all about what happened Friday with the Peacocks. I, I mentioned this on Twitter. You might have said, whatever, Barry. That's coming from someone who doesn't have kids. Yeah. The, the, listen, uh, I, I appreciate teachers. My mom, Jenny is mom, who, by the way, will be returning to the program next Monday, April 4. Jenny's mom was a teacher. Not necessary. Uh, so show updates. Let's do some show updates. First of all, I did a gig um, before we get to the, the other stuff. 
I did a gig Friday, a corporate event. If you guys were watching last week, you know that I got a call like middle of the show on Thursday and my buddy needed help. His had a friend who Vicky Lawrence was supposed to be in town, canceled on him. So they're like, we need a comedian. Can you come out and do 20 minutes? I was like, yeah, no problem. So we figured it out. We got the money worked out. We got the time worked out. Friday, eight o'clock. I'm here. I go and she's like, okay, it's in Richmond. It's at a place called Safari, Texas. Anybody ever heard of Safari, Texas in Richmond? I had never heard of it. I didn't know what the hell it was. I was like, okay, whatever. So I show up and it's a huge facility. Like there's stuff everywhere. So I pull into the parking lot and I don't even know. There's like different ballrooms I'm supposed to be going to. There's all kind of like it's massive. And I don't really know where I'm supposed to go. So I just pull into the parking lot, into a spot, and I park. And I get out my phone. I don't know why I'm pantomiming this with my phone. You guys, I could just tell you. Also, I was just checking to make sure that I... So I get out my phone. And I'm texting my contact. They were like, just text us when you get here. I was like, no problem. So I'm, hey, Stacy. It's Barry. I'm What the fuck was that? What is happening? Did I just park on a cat? I hear this screaming, shrill cry of an animal. And I have no idea what it is. I seriously swear to God on everything holy in my life, which is very little. I thought I had parked on a cat. I really thought there was a cat stuck under my car while I'm standing there. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God. I literally, I open the door. I look under the car to make sure there's no cats under there. So I don't know what it is. I have no idea. What's up, Alex? I have no idea what it is. So I get out of the car and I have to walk to, I'm, I'm on the wrong side. So I've got to walk across a parking lot, another parking lot, another parking lot to get to my facility. I go in, I do my gig. By the way, I find out I'm opening for a Robin Williams impersonator. We're going to get to that part of the story in a second. So stick around for that. So I get in, I do my gig. I'm done. I leave. I'm walking out. I'm walking and I pass a peacock. Over on the side, just walking around doing peacock shit. Just, and then he goes, Aah! I was like, holy shit, that's what a peacock sounds like. And when he did that, nine more peacocks all over the damn place start, and it's just nonstop. And I was like, oh my God. This is the craziest shit I've ever heard. If you guys have never heard a peacock, let me, I had this open for yesterday and we didn't even get to it, but this, 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 this is disturbing. Let me pause this. I'm going to put this over here. I'm going to pod this up. You guys, this is what a peacock sounds like. You ready? What? 
like, what the hell? That is that is ridiculous. It's crazy. Alan says mean ass creepy birds too, bro. They weren't like aggressive. Like I walked past them, they were just like, "What's up?" Charles said they're colorful turkeys. I don't know, but it freaked me out. I was like, "Bro, I never want to own a peacock. These things are loud and scary." I don't even know if they're mean. Are peacocks mean? I've never. I mean, I know geese are mean. Don't you don't mess with a goose. Goose will rock your world. Geese are mean. Ducks can be mean. Chickens, awful. Chickens are the devil. Yeah, Fidel's and I thought they were monkeys, right? Kind of sounded like a monkey, right? Do they chase you like geese? No, the none of the peacocks chased me. They weren't aggressive. They were just whatever. Super creepy. Uh, Barry Labanek planting his flag on the I hate peacocks plot of land. Yeah, 100% peacocks are the devil. Peacocks can go to hell. Walt, add it to the list. Go ahead. Walt's keeping a running running list of everyone I hate that can go to hell, apparently. So, Walt, you could add peacocks to the list because they're creepy and gross. Now, let's talk about the other part of this story. So, I'm doing my gig Friday night. I don't know that I'm opening for a Robin Williams impersonator. But they tell me this guy's name, and the lady, instead of calling him by his real name, she calls him Robin Williams. She's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be opening for Robin Williams. I was like, he's dead, lady. She's like, I'm sorry, he's an impersonator. So I get into the green room with Robin Williams, whatever this dude's name is. And he's getting into character. Well, he's getting dressed. But, like, this dude doesn't turn off his Robin Williams. He's like, hey, how's it going? How's it Like, whatever. I don't know how Robin Williams does things. But he's just, like, in Robin Williams character mode the entire time. And his wife is there. And I'm watching her face as he does Robin Williams stuff. And she's just, like... So sick of his shit, you can tell. She's like, oh my God, could you do anything other than act like Robin Williams? Would you just act like Frank for a change? Frank, I want Frank back. I didn't marry Robin Williams, this knockoff equate dollar store Robin Williams. I married Frank. I want Frank back. He's like, oh, nanu, nanu, blah, blah, blah. And he won't stop. He's doing it the entire time. Nonstop. And he was like, oh, you're opening for me. I guess I should be opening for you. You're probably funnier than me. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if he just goes on stage and does all of Robin Williams' material. Like, how easy would that be? I get like, you know, there's cover bands. I opened for a cover band once. They had like, hey, we're, we're, uh, we're, I forget what they were. They were like an Alice in Chains cover band. Okay. I didn't know there was a whole cover band scene. Apparently, when I opened for a cover band, the guy was like, man, I'm getting out of the cover band business. I'm going into just regular ass band business. There's too much politics. I was like, what? I'm My mind is blown in the green room. I'm like, there's too much politics in the cover band circuit? What? Is this, is this real life right now? Well, apparently, never dawned on me, but all this dude is is the cover band version of Robin Williams. He just he calls himself a Robin Williams tribute act. Like, nah, bro, you're a cover band. 
for comedy. But I don't know if he did all of Robin Williams' material because I don't know. First of all, I didn't stick around for the whole thing. I finished my beer and I bounced. I was done. I'm like, I ain't waiting. I got my check. I got this beer. It was free. I'm going to finish it. I'm about this hoe. But he goes on stage and he just starts doing weird Robin Williams jokes. And he's trying to be Robin Williams. And he's doing Mrs. Doubtfire. And I'm like, man, this is super weird. So I'm walking out. I wait. I'm, I maybe watch like 10 minutes of his act. And I'm walking out. And there's these two couples walking in front of me as I pass the peacock. And he screams. And then the other peacock scream. And we're all like, oh, my God, this is so weird. But they're kind of on the other side of the parking lot. But I can hear their conversation. I'm being nosy. Okay, I admit it. We're walking and I hear him go, yeah, I just didn't want to, I just, I didn't like it. It was super creepy. Like, we all know he's dead. Why would you go on stage and pretend like you're him? And I was like, oh, I never thought of that. Should there be like a, like a limit? Like, you have to you can't go up and be an impersonator of somebody that's been dead for less than a decade or 20 years or 30 years cuz i know there's elvis impersonators i know there's marilyn monroe impersonators but it's different when a guy gets up i guess and does comedy like you know when robin williams died he was like oh shit i don't know which is worse doing an impersonation of a guy that's still alive or a gal or after i don't really know this is a whole brave new world to me I don't get it. I just know that I wouldn't want to go up and pretend to be somebody else. I just want to go up and do my act, do my show, do my set. I don't want to be doing other, other, like, and you just, to me, other than the impression that you do, you really have no other talent and you're like a one trick pony. No, thanks. I don't know. It's just, just me, but it was like super kind of creepy. And that the two couples were like, it was really weird and creepy that he goes up and then starts screaming at people. First of all, flip. I don't look anything like Woody Allen. That is stupid. I don't even know if I look like Lenny Bruce. It's a little bit closer, but there's just no way that I look like either of those. Of all the dumb takes you've had. Uh, Mark said, imagine how weird it would be to see someone impersonate George Carlin or Mitch Hedberg. Exactly. Exactly. Like, if you're, if you do a president, right? Like, there's Donald Trump impersonators. There's Ronald Reagan. And like, okay, I get that. I get that. But like, you're a comedian, but you just do an impersonation of another comedian. I yeah, I think a George Carlin tribute comic would be super weird. And then you're just doing all their material and you're getting laughs and you probably are like, I'm super funny. <laughs> Rice is great if you want 5,000 or something. Or whatever his joke was. I don't know. Uh, look at, look at uh, Chris Reyes highlighting a message. I'll see you, buddy. I'll see you, buddy. Uh, what is his message? DFC on the brab. I don't know what that means. DFC. Hey, what's up, DFC? What's up, DFC Blaze? Said hello. What are you doing now? I am talking into a microphone to people. DFC Blaze. I am uh, streaming on Twitch right now, but I also do it on Podbean. 
So yeah, you uh, you can and, and, and listen uh, on Podbean if you haven't downloaded the app. Find Barry on deck, but you can also watch live on Twitch Monday through Friday. Oh, excuse me, Monday through Thursday, two to four p.m. Fridays we go eleven to one. We're on Twitch, Twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Hey, got a shoe check. How are you going to misspell when you highlight your message, right? I don't know who Carlin or Hedberg is, so it wouldn't be that weird. How do you not know who George Carlin or Mitch Hedberg is, Sean? That's super weird that you don't know who they are. Um, Cece said the new guy on SNL does a great Trump. Oh, there's some really good Trump impersonators out there. There's some terrible ones. Like, awful. The only way I'll accept impersonations is how Frank Caliendo does it. Yeah, but you know what, Mark? Caliendo doesn't do other comics. He just doesn't. He doesn't do under other comics. I have no idea what I just did. What'd you just do? What happened? Oh, you did a shoe check. T-Mac wants a shoe check. So basically, T-Mac, I've been known to have a pretty nice, not great, like not, you know, I got a decent shoe collection, mostly Jordans, Air Force Ones, and Air Max, and uh, just baked it into the channel points called Petty Cash. You hang out and on the Twitch stream, you get uh, you get something called Petty Cash, and you can just see what shoes I'm wearing for the day. And I try to switch it up. So today, I'm rocking some generic. So I'm wearing my. Uh, Used to Sabercats black shirt. My shoes always try to match. I always try to match the shirt. So I'm just wearing some black um shoes with white soles these are called shoeology they were super cheap which hence you can see the insole there's falling apart but uh yeah i'm just rocking some generic but this was like a this style was big for a couple few years but i, I mainly wear these on stage but i was like eh, i've i've worn the other ones enough switch it up a little bit Switch it up a little bit. Just go with something a little more tame and regular. So, I got to pee, but man, we're running out of time. It's 3.55. Hey, before we get out of here one more time, I want to tell you guys about HelloFresh. How come that number has not moved? How come nobody took my word for it and went and signed up for HelloFresh? Do you understand the amazing meals you're missing out on by not being on HelloFresh? First of all, your food's delivered to your door. Literally everything you need, everything you need is in the bags that they send you. This is what I'm making tonight for Nora and me. So I showed you what I, what we had last night. Last night we had the Italian chicken with French fries and it was balls. Tonight I am going to make us one pan cheesy beef tortilla melts. Look at that. Look at that. And that's everything that they send you. And then these are the instructions on how to cook it. You guys, it is amazing. Um, Jen says her kids love it because she lets them sit down. She sits down with them. They get the app and they pick dinner. The kids do. Kids pick dinner. And then when it comes, they get excited about that when it's delivered on Saturday or Sunday. And then during the week, they get to help out. They're like, hey, what do you want to make this week? Let's make the let's make the pizza, mom. And then she gets that out and they get to cook. And uh, it's a fun thing. So if you've got kids, you got a family, you need more time together, man, cooking. What could be more convenient? And then you get to eat delicious food. And I'm telling you guys, the food, you guys, the food is actually delicious. So I want you to do me a favor. I'm going to put the link in the chat. Let me see. Do I still have it saved? I do. 
All right, there's the link. Click that link. Go sign up. Use my promo code, P-O-G-S-E-3025. Use that link, though, because they're not going to know I sent you. So if you signed up at just regular old HelloFresh, I didn't get credit for it, jerk. But go sign up. Use that link in the chat. Use promo code P-O-G-S-E-3025. You're going to get 16 free meals plus three surprise gifts across six boxes, including free shipping. Great deal. You're going to love the food. Jen's been with HelloFresh for over a year. Nora and I were with it for a while and then come back for financial reasons. But we're back. And I couldn't be happier because uh, I forgot how good the food is. So go check it out. It's worth it. What is this? Damn, I wasted petty cash for a week show, a week shoe game check. I should have saved it. Yeah. Listen, they're not all going to be. Sometimes I have on slides. Sometimes I have on, you know, just depends. Sometimes I may not wear shoes. I may just go socks. Okay. That's it. Just socks. Um, I'm rocking brown dress shoes from the clearance rack at Kroger's. Good job, Total Dallas. That's what a teacher salary will get you. What did Rob say? Somebody, I made it, y'all. I can now tell Barry to get a cat. What? I don't understand what that means, Rob. I'll save it for the next time he talks about the slap. Oh, to the yeah. You don't want to waste it now. Why? It's time to go. Yeah, sports writers tonight flip, but no Mike Liebeshock. It's just going to be me and Wesley. We just can't get the we can't get the threesome back together. The devil's threesome for some reason. We just keep missing each other. But yes, there will be a sports riot tonight. If you're wondering, patreon.com forward slash. Oh, that's very on deck. You don't get out of here. Go, go away. You don't get. There we go. Twitch.tv forward slash sports riot live. Starts at 7 o'clock. Goes till 9. Gonna have a good time. Come hang out with us. Thanks for hanging out with me, everybody on Podbean. I appreciate you, D-Mac. I see you, buddy. Chris Reyes. Thank you, Eric Resendez. Titan Hugo, man. Thank you guys for hanging out. Much love to everybody over on Podbean. I'm gonna figure out the raid right now, Fidel. Let's go check Twitch Sports. Let's go see who's on. Let's also check the channel. And who I have... Who's on right now? Nobody. Uh oh, that got weird. All right, so we're just going to raise somebody in Twitch Sports. I'm going to pick a person. Hey, until I see you guys tomorrow or with Sports Riot tonight, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. Thank you, Jay. Oh, uh, we raiding. Big Sly. Playing games, playing games. Somebody just be talking sports. There's Danielle Freak. He's playing baseball. Ah. Seems like everybody's, nobody's just talking. What happened to the good old days? I don't know. Let's raid, let's like, let's raid Danielle Freak. He's playing, um, MLB The Show. You guys want to watch it? Can someone post Sports Riot link? Walt, well, love you, buddy. Bye, y'all. Time to make that HelloFresh. Yeah. Um, let's see. Man, I really can't find it. This is crazy talk. All right, we're going to raid Danielle. Bye, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. Stick around for the raid. Oh, my God. I got a piece so bad. Here we go. Danielle free. Start the raid. Later. He's playing MLB The Show if you want to watch. See y'all tomorrow or tonight.
two, one, bye. <laughs>